Hi, I'm Angie Johnson, and welcome to the third and possibly final episode of my podcast, Growing Up Special. It's a podcast on growing up with a brother with a disability, and it's a side of the story that isn't told. You always hear about the parents or the people themselves, but never from the siblings. Today's episode takes a lighter note. It's about how growing up with a brother with special needs shaped me as a person, and what the future holds for both Alex and I. This will be split into two segments, how it shaped me, and the future. There's also a special interview with my brother Alex about what he's been up to recently. And as always, we delve into the world of special needs news. But before we get started, remember to head to the Growing Up Special Facebook page and give it a like and a share. Also, head to my journalist page, Andrew Johnson, to see the stories I'm writing. Right, now for our first segment, how it shaped me. Having a brother with a disability obviously had a massive impact on me growing up. It affected me in the same way that any circumstance, good, bad or indifferent, affects how you were shaped as a person. Whether it's where you grew up, or if your parents weren't together, or anything else, it shapes you. For me, it gave me the feeling of not having to prove myself to anyone but me. I've always been a pretty independent lad. I like doing things my own way. I don't really like asking for help. Some people call it stubborn, arrogant. I like to call it fiercely independent. With Alex being fairly independent too, there was always this incentive to do things by myself. I guess it's also a result of how my parents brought me up. Growing up with Alex also gave me patience. Well, I should clarify, patience with people. Outside of that, I hate waiting and being late. Sometimes it took him a little longer to do stuff, and that was fine. It taught me to wait, to enjoy the ride. There's a quote that always resonated with me. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. So don't rush things, because anything worth having is worth waiting for. Watching Alex compete in sports with other people with disabilities gave me drive, determination. Watching him compete at the Special Olympics and seeing him compete at the Independence Games with others like him was amazing. When they were out there, they were just fighting, wanting to win. Just like any other competitor in any other activity, they wanted to win. Obviously, they were there to have fun. But what's more fun than winning, right? I went and watched Alex train for powerlifting, a sport that he's been doing for less than two years. I took a bunch of photos for an assignment there, which you should check out at my journalist page, Andrew Johnson, on Facebook. Ah, shameless plugging. Anyway, it was amazing seeing the determination on his face and the love for what he was doing. Seeing this through the years gave me my competitive drive. I love winning, plain and simple. Basically, that's the reason for sport and competition. Has made me a bit of a sore loser though. I'm probably the worst person to play a board game with. But it is a huge part of me as a person. Growing up with Alex gave me an appreciation for life in general. Yes, that's an incredibly sappy thing to say. But in all honesty, it's what it did. I appreciated things that most people take for granted. Working as an in-home carer for three people with intellectual disabilities also gave me this appreciation. Having to do simple tasks for them was a real eye-opener. Things like putting a plate on a table or filling the jug for a cuppa. It made me incredibly thankful for the life I've been given. So clearly having Alex in my life has affected me in a multitude of ways. It would take hours to tell you all of them, but unfortunately I only have about 12 minutes. Now it's time for the interview of the week. Today I'm chatting to the man who this podcast is based on, and without whom none of this would have been possible. 
It's my brother, Alex. How's powerlifting going? Um, it's been going great so far. Um, just um, having a fun time doing some powerlifting and um, having a fun time. Oh, that's good. Are you training for any events at the moment? Um, at the moment, I'm just um, training like different workouts. Yeah. And also having a fun time with James, with Jimmy. With Jimmy, your trainer, that's cool. Um, what awards did you win this year, Al? This year I won Special Olympic Waikato Footman of the Year. Nice. And also Waikato of the Year Award. Oh, nice. That's really and good. And certificates and yeah. Raking in the awards then, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. How's uh, TTE going? Yeah, it's great. Good. What, are you, what have I'm, you been... I'm back at TTE now. Right. What have you been up to this week there? Um, I having, uh, having fun with um, the team. Yeah. And... Um, Having a good time, like, for the programs I've done was um, knitting yep. and volunteering. Oh, cool. Where did you volunteer? Sorry, Crescent. Oh, yeah. Doing the lawns. Doing the lawns, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And how's flatting going? Flatting's going good. Sticking to your diet? Yep. Yeah, that's good. Flatting's all good? Yep, done awesome. Awesome, mate. Uh, what have you got planned for next year then? Next year to me is to study. Yeah. And and to focus on, on powerlifting and also having time to do my music and acting thing. Cool. Go into course and have a fun time. Awesome, mate. Now it's time for our Spotlight on Special Needs News of the Week. Two Sunshine Coast mothers are set to create special memories for children with special needs through an upcoming Century stand-up paddleboarding event. Sensory Movie Day's Chanel Averson and Leah Keating are teaming up with Leighton Higgo to organise the event aimed at children being able to take part in activities without judgement. Chanel said the idea came about when she and Leah were introduced to Leighton, who wanted to run stand-up paddleboarding for children with special needs. Sensory Movie Day is a not-for-profit organisation started nearly five years ago that runs inclusive events for families with special needs. A 16-year-old girl, born prematurely in India and having a condition called hemiplegia, has won a prestigious award constituted to honour outstanding achievements for New Zealanders with disabilities. Muskin Devta, a published author and inspirational speaker, was presented with the Supreme ACC Attitude Award for 2015 at Auckland's Viaducts Event Centre. She says, Hemiplegia is something I would have to live with throughout my entire life, so why worry? She now aims to raise funds to build two classrooms at a school for the visually challenged in India. And now it's on to our final segment, the future. 
What's in store for us? Where to from here? Well, as you heard in the interview earlier, Alex has been very successful in the powerlifting field. As he said, he came home with two awards at the 2015 Waikato Special Olympics prize giving. He won powerlifting champion and sportsperson of the year. So next year, he'll keep training, keep competing. His next competition takes place in our hometown of Morrinsville early next year. This is all building towards the National Summer Games in 2017 down here in Windy Wellington. He's also working towards being a global ambassador for Special Olympics in New Zealand. And if all goes well, who knows, we could be seeing him light up the world stage at the next World Summer Games. Alex will also continue to flat with his best mate Glenn and go on to work at TTE. TTE teaches life skills and through there he goes out and he volunteers. Me on the other hand, well, it's going to be a very hectic few months coming up. After the Christmas break, it's back into working towards my diploma in radio journalism. I've got documentaries to record, diversity stories to write, and potentially an internship coming up. Then it's into the workforce, which cannot come quick enough. I mean, studying's been great, but at 22, and with four years of tertiary study under my belt, it's probably time to start making some real money. The part-time work at KFC just isn't going to cut it. I'll also keep plugging away at my cricket, which gets progressively more village the more I play. Between my sports person of the year older brother and my cricket playing younger brother Sean, I'm definitely not the athlete in the family. This is despite my best efforts, clearly. Trying to play every sport in the world evidently has not helped. So the future looks bright for both of us. We just have to keep fighting, keep grinding, and keep competing. So that's it for this episode. If you want me to carry on after the break, let me know on the Growing Up Special Facebook page or on my journalist page, Andrew Johnson. But if not, it's been an absolute pleasure doing this. I've loved having a platform to talk about this topic. Also, thanks for all the feedback I've received. It's really meant a lot. So as always, leave me any feedback on the page and give it a like and a share while you're there. And thanks for listening. Have a very Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2016.